Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Johnson Wax Program. Good evening, everyone. The makers of Johnson's Wax present Marion and Jim as Fibber McGee and Molly. Rico Martelli's orchestra opened the show with Wake Up and Sing. All right, wake him up, Rico. settle down to another McGee adventure, may I make a suggestion? In this season of house cleaning and new spring clothes, don't forget that the finish of your automobile probably needs a good spring cleaning, too. Our cars had to take a lot of punishment this past winter. Wind, snow, sleet. Never before were cars more splattered and hopeless looking. It's hard to believe that there really is a beautiful shining finish hiding under all that dirt and road film. But it's there all right. And if you're willing to spend just an hour or two this week, you can easily restore the original beauty of your car with that amazing new Johnson's Auto Cleaner and Polish. It's different from anything you've ever tried before. It's a creamy white liquid containing no harsh abrasive to scratch the surface. You simply rub Johnson's Auto Cleaner over the finish. No hard rubbing at all. It dries quickly to a powder. And when you wipe off this powder, off comes all the grime, dirt, and dullness leaving your car looking like new, cleaned and polished. Buy Johnson's Auto Cleaner and Polish in the attractive yellow can from your auto supply dealer or your regular wax dealer. It's made by the makers of Johnson's Wax. (laughs) 
Every tired businessman likes to get away from business now and then. Even such a businessman as Fibber McGee. He's worked so hard looking for work that he's getting away from it all with a little trip down south. So our scene opens on a beautiful spring evening just outside of Pinecrest, North Carolina, as a slightly battered car pulls up at a filling station. And whom do we find as driver and passenger, respectively, but Fibber McGee and Molly? is gas today, how far is it to Pinecrest, and how's more oil, and where's the free air? Is the road good, and what's the speed limit? Eighteen cents, eighteen miles. Oil's getting pretty dirty. You'll find the air right over there. Road's good, but don't go over thirty. Good. <laughs> yeah. We'll take some. Gas and oil? No, air. Okay. I think the air hose will reach. Yes, you can sit right there, sir. I'll take care of your tires. Okay. Uh, sit right there, Molly. I was going to, oh. anyway. Who do you think will win the pennant this year? What say, bud? I say, who do you think will win the pennant this year? Well, I... <laughs> who? I says, I think that... <laughs> Try again, McGee. I says, I think that... Well, I don't know, mister. I don't think they got a chance. Who? Why, they... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, bud. It's either them or the... <laughs> my, my, you boys are certainly making baseball hits. <laughs> well, your tires are all right. How about gas and oil? Well, you might look at the oil if you will, please. Yeah, certainly. Hey, hey, go easy on the finish there, bud. <laughs> hey, you've only got a tiny bit of oil in there. It's only about a fourth full or less. Fourth full, eh? You hear that, Molly? Fourth full. <laughs> Holding up pretty good. <laughs> we better put up for the night here at Pinecrest, hadn't we, Molly? I think so, McGee. Better ask the man about hotels. About what? Boarding houses. What? Oh, well, tourists. <laughs> now you're talking. There you are, mister. Thanks. Yeah. Say, bud, you got a minute to spare? Well, I'm waxing the car for that lady over there, but uh, what do you want? Be polite to him, McGee. He's using Johnson's auto wax. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to bother you, bud, but uh, how about a tourist camp here in Pinecrest? Is there one? One of the best in the state. Fine. But it's closed for improvement. Oh. How about a good boarding house? One that'll give us a room for the night reasonable. Put up. Go to the hotel. There's a convention in town, mister. I doubt if we'll find a room in the whole place. Heavenly days, isn't there any place we can stay the night? Well, you might get the mumps and go to the hospital. <laughs> There's two of us, bud. We'd have to make a double mumps. <laughs> Pretty swell, eh, Molly? <laughs> Don't you get it? Swell? Mumps? Ain't funny, Molly. <laughs> Well, thanks anyway, bud. I suppose we'd better drive well, on. Excuse me, please. Here comes a customer. Oh, hello there, Marcelli. What you doing here? Oh, hello, Fever. I'm going to play melancholy baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Folks, uh, Marcelli's going to play a real tender little tone poem about thousands and thousands of little puppies. Now, this time... Why, McGee, huh? there's no such thing. He said he was playing melancholy baby. Oh, <laughs> I thought he said a million collie babies. Oh. 
Now, Fibber and Molly have arrived in Pinecrest, but they find every room in every hotel and boarding house taken. They've got to sleep somewhere, and Fibber is seriously considering taking the filling station man's suggestion about the hospital. Molly is against the idea. Well, here they are, outside the hospital, arguing about it. Why, shucks, Molly. What's the harm in staying here at the hospital? Well, it's... It's false pretenses, McGee. You're not sick. Well, we can go in for observation, Molly, can't we? Oh, now for the... You, you know the old saying, Molly. See your doctor twice a year unless you owe him money. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, take a teaspoonful of soda. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with you, McGee. Besides, hospitals is more expensive than hotels. Maybe they got a free ward here someplace. I ever tell you what happened to my uncle years ago? What? He went into a hospital for a brain operation. They took his brain out, and whilst they had it down in the laboratory looking it over, my uncle got up and walked out. Oh, no. Yep. Walked out and disappeared. Couldn't find him nowhere till just last September. Well, where was he? He was serving his third term in Congress. <laughs> Shall we try getting a room here? Well, I don't know now, McGee. I'm really tired and sleepy, oh, but I... Oh, come on. There ain't nothing wrong with asking for an examination, is there? Oh, well, all right. Sure, come on. How do you do? Did you wish to see someone? Visitors' hours? Uh, no, no, we, uh... Well, that is, ma'am, we, uh... uh me husband here is suffering from, uh... What was that again, McGee? Huh? Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got a case of hypotinagnorus, babe. <laughs> That's a rare tropical disease. Got it whilst I was with the Karna Uba Indians in the, uh, the upper Amazon. <laughs> I'd kind of like to stay the night here and get a report on the my... <clears throat> well, now, I don't know. We're rather full here, and... Oh, um... now, don't tell me you've got a convention, too, babe. <laughs> no, but... Uh, well, I'll take your history and see the doctor. Name, please. His name is Fibber McGee. Spell it, please. You bet you, sis. F-I-double-B-E-R, capital N, small C, capital G, double E. Thank you. Next to skin. Huh? Next to skin. What do you mean, next to skin? I don't... No, your huh? nearest relative, Igor. Oh. That's me. Oh. Are you this gentleman's wife? I am that. For better or worse, and sometimes I wonder. Oh, no, Molly. Why, shucks. I think we can put him up for tonight in Ward 13. Ward 13? What precinct? Quiet. <laughs> Just uh, wait in the reception room there till I see the doctor. Okay, sis. And say, uh, Molly, my wife here will stay the night with me. On account of because I'm likely to get violent in the night. Oh, well, we can take care of that, all right. We have ways and means. Oh. I didn't oh. like the way she said that, Molly. No, indeed not. <laughs> well, looks like we've got a place to stay the night anyhow, don't we, Molly? Ha, <laughs> Yep, this was a great idea. You'll think it's a great idea if they really find something wrong with you and you have to stay a couple of months. <laughs> Who, me? Why, shucks, Molly. I'm sound as a dollar. Sure, and you'll be lucky to get out a small change. <laughs> sure, Pupi. That is telling him something for my own goodness. Well, <laughs> heavenly days. Nick Tepopolis. How are you, Nick? What you doing here? Oh, I'm just dropping in for a sociable visit. Oh. I have a friendship with a man who's having some jonquils taken out of his neck, I think. Jonquils? Oh. <laughs> Getting his tonsils Oh, Sure, Cupy. <laughs> it is my very dear friend, my cook. Oh. You see, Cupy and Fizzer, uh, my cook is having a friendly little arguing with me last night, 
and we are having fights with carving knives in my restaurant. Oh. <laughs> I'm cutting him so bad in the necktie, he thinks he's saving money if at the same time he's also having some of his junk wheels taken out. <laughs> A very fine idea if you don't think so. Well, I just dropped in for observation myself. No, is that so? Oh, yes. McGee is suffering from a rare tropical disease. Aren't you, McGee? Yeah. Uh, I got a case of purple delirium canopus, Nick. Better not get too close to me. <laughs> I'm not worrying, some Fizzer. Already I have been evacuated for those things. Oh, you mean vaccinated. Sure, Cupid. Well, Fizzer, I'm seeing you later some more, I'm thinking. I hope your friend gets along nicely, Nick. Thank you to pieces, Cupid. Also, I'm wishing Fizzer many happy returns of the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Great fella, Nick. I always say... Oh! Look out, McGee. You bumped into the lady's wheelchair. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. Well, I didn't... Why don't you watch your step there, you little squirt? Well, sure. Goodness knows it's hard enough to run one of these wheelchairs without worrying about pedestrians. Well, I'm sorry. Why don't you two kids get yourselves a couple of wheelchairs and I'll run your race to the end of the hall for two bits. <laughs> well, I don't know now, babe. We ain't oh, in Oh, the... no sporting blood, eh? Well, I don't know as I blame you. You just lose your money. I can run a wheelchair faster than anybody in the whole joint if I do say so myself. <laughs> Only thing is, they're kind of hard to stop, so you have to pick out an intern to turn into. <laughs> Give me a shove. Huh? Give you me a hurt shove. me, sonny boy. Give me a good shove and watch me take the corner on one wheel. Okay, babe. <laughs> but remember, you asked for it. What's that, everybody? Ready first yet? No, not quite. I'll be back for you as soon as I take these things up to the nursery. 
at the nursery. Heavenly days. Uh, uh, some of the babies uh, got a fever. Oh, this thermometer isn't for them. They get these dry sheets. <laughs> you see, Molly? It ain't the heat, it's the humidity. <laughs> I'll, be back. I'll be back for you very shortly. It's a nice, clean place, ain't it, Molly? Uh, oh, howdy, mister. You a patient here? How? I says, are you a patient here? No, no, you don't. I just had one this morning. No. He says, are you a patient here? A patient? <laughs> well, you may think so, but give me May West every time. <laughs> no, I, I says, what are you in here for? Well, I don't know. My watch ain't running. Oh, skip it, McGee. He can't hear a word you say. Hey, speak up. Stop nothing, will you? <laughs> I says, what are you in here for? <laughs> well, now, that ain't the way I heard it. The way I heard it, the ice man says to the lady, listen, he says, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Listen, Molly, I'm going to look right at him and speak slow so she can read my lips. Now watch. Hey, brother. <laughs> Are you in here for something serious? I believe he understood you, McGee. Look at him smile. No, sir, I ain't. There. You see, Molly? No, sir, I ain't been to a ball game for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Try again, McGee. Okay. I says, are you in... Louder, McGee. I says, are... I feel like a perfect fool. No, no, Sonny. None of us is perfect. <laughs> oh, dear. What a mastermind you turned out to be, McGee. Look out, look out. Here comes the wheelchair again. Whee! Jump, Molly. Whee! One side for a leg off. Whee! How am I doing? Whee! Why, that old battle. She's going to break her neck if she ain't careful. <laughs> We better look out or she'll catch us on the way back, McGee. Hmm. <laughs> ought to have safety islands in these halls here. <laughs> I wonder if they got our beds ready yet. Hey there, Porter. Yeah, sir. Well, well, heavenly day, silly Watson. Hi there, Sil. What you doing way down here? Hi, Miss McGee. Hi, ma'am. I'm orderly here. Orderly? Well, that's more than McGee can say for himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know where Ward 13 is, silly? Yes, ma'am. Ward 13, ma'am, is up on the fourth floor, past the dispensary, across the hall, past the operating room, down to the end of the hall, and the solarium. The and... what? Solarium, McGee. Oh. <laughs> What's a solarium? Well, that's the little old room where they put folks that want a little sun. Oh, a little sun. <laughs> Ain't science wonderful, Molly? <laughs> McGee is staying the night here, silly. Yes, ma'am. Oh, well, it's Mr. Wilcox. Oh, well. <laughs> Hello, Molly, but pardon me, it's Dr. Wilcox. Shucks, I never knew you was a surgeon, Harpo. Oh, yes. For years and years I've been a surgeon, searching for the world's finest floor polish. And I found it in Johnson's Glow Coat. Oh, my. <laughs> well, folks, just make yourselves at home. And if you want anything, just okay. yell. Look out, Molly, look out. You wouldn't think they'd allow that into a nice, quiet hospital like this, would you, Molly? Oh, I don't know, McGee. It might take folks' minds off their troubles. Oh, how do you do, Doctor? How do you do? Waiting for somebody? 
Uh, yes, we're in Ward 13 when they get it ready. Well, it's probably ready now. I'll be up and prepare a history and a chart for you in a little while. Hey, ain't you a little horse, Doctor? <laughs> what? I mean, uh, you got a kind of a cold, ain't you? <clears throat> well, that was just for that one gag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can go on up now. The nurse will give you a surgical gown and check your clothes. Surgical gown? Say, Oh, wait. McGee isn't being operated on, oh. Doctor. It's just for observation. Well, everybody has to wear a surgical gown anyway. How do you feel now? Well, I, I don't know, Doc. How's your circulation? Daily or Sunday. <laughs> What's say, Doc? How's your circulation? How's your pulse? Let's see. Ooh, remarkable pulse. Very fast. Hey, hey, you got hold of my wristwatch, Doc. Try the other hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where were you vaccinated? In Peoria. <laughs> I mean, on the arm, on the leg? Uh, on the cup. <laughs> well, you better go on up. The nurse will take care of you, and I'll be up later with Dr. Wilcox. Okay, Doc. Come on, Molly. Let's go. Oh, Molly. Yes? Uh, just a minute. Uh, go ahead, McGee. I'll be along in a minute. Okay. Uh, what's the matter, Mr. Or, uh, Dr. Wilcox? <laughs> well, listen. You know how fibber has always been ribbing me, don't you, Molly? Oh, sure, but heavenly days, it's, uh, it was all in fun, Mr. Wilcox. He didn't. I know, I know, but look, this is the first chance I've had to get back at him. Now, do you mind if we play a little joke on him? Well, now, I don't know. I wouldn't want you to do Oh, it. now, we won't hurt him. Look, here's the idea. We'll let him sleep tonight, but in the morning, we'll take him into the operating room and pretend we're going to operate. Oh. Oh, now, come on. It won't hurt him a bit. Oh, we'll have a lot dear, of fun. dear, oh, dear, I don't know. It'll scare the poor boy to death. Well, that's the idea. <laughs> oh, now, come on, come on. You know he's got it coming to him, Molly. Well... All right, if you're sure you won't hurt him. Oh, not a bit. Now, what's this you're going to do? Well, now, listen. The first thing in the morning when he wakes up, I'll have a surgical cart brought in. Oh, dear. Oh, now, wait a minute, Molly. It's all right. I'll have this cart brought in, and we'll pretend we found something wrong with him. And then we'll take him into the office. Oh, Molly, are you... Oh, how long you been up? Well, I've been up quite a while, McGee. But you've got to stay in bed. Huh? What for? I don't know, McGee. Seems there's something wrong with you. They're going to operate. They're going to operate? Oh, no. Oh, no, they ain't. No, sir. Not on me, they... But couldn't you stop them, Molly? Well, heavenly days, McGee. What could I do? After all, you had no right to chisel a room in the hospital with nothing wrong with you, and oh, I... Good I could... morning, Mrs. McGee. Oh, come right in, doctor. This way, orderly. Just wheel that surgical cart right over here. Yeah, hey, now, listen here, doc. I don't... Now, now, now. Don't excite yourself, please. Just take it easy. Calm yourself now, McGee. What you mean, calm myself? What you gonna do? Now, now, just leave that to us. Huh? Here. Now, we'll just lift you over on the table. Take his legs, orderly. Hey, Dad, let, it. let go of me. Right let go. Right Silly, right. leave me alone. Hey, Molly, don't let him do this McGee. to me. The doctor knows best. Now be quiet. But I ain't sick. There's nothing the matter with me. That's what they all say, my boy. Come on now. Oh, no, you don't. Let me off this thing. Let go. Dad, Dad, let go. Strap him down, orderly. Yes, Dad, Dad, still don't let him. I'll pick you for this, still. Well, I can't help it, Miss McGee. Orders is orders, and I is orderly. <laughs> <laughs> Tie oh. me loose. All right.
right. Wheel him into the operating room, orderly. Yes, sir. May I watch the operation, doctor? Certainly, Mrs. McGee. It'll be very simple. Why, in a couple of years, he'll never know he had this trouble. A couple of years? Hey, Molly, don't let him do this. Molly! Oh, no, no, it's all for the best, McGee. Now be quiet. Oh, oh, oh. Why did I ever come into this dad rather place? Hey, listen, Doc. I ain't sick. I just come here on account of there wasn't no rooms at the hotel, and I had to have... All right, nurse. He's delirious. Give him some gas. Hey, don't! Shut up! Shut up, Molly! Molly! Take it easy, McGee. Take it easy. What anesthesia, doctor? Nitrous oxide. Oh! Now just breathe into this mask, Mr. McGee. You'll never know a thing. Will the gas hurt him any, doctor? Laughing gas. Uh, all right, nurse. Turn it on. Now breathe deeply. There. Now, how do you feel, patient? I feel kind of. Hey, listen. Have you really got a... <laughs> Heavenly days. What's that funny smell? Why, 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 it's the gas. The laughing gas. <laughs> Must be leaking. <laughs> uh, shut it off, nerd. <laughs> the mouth is tough. I can't shut it off. <laughs> boy, do I feel twelve. <laughs> Hey, Molly, did I ever tell you about my operation? Uh, well, well, I'm afraid they turned the tables, the uh, operating tables on old Dr. Wilcox again. So, while the Mary McGee's convalesce from their laughitis, and before Marcelli gives us his next number, I'd like to say a few serious words about local. You know, sunny days are here again, so pull back the curtains and let the light pour in. But look, when the sunlight falls across your linoleum, what does it show you? A beautiful polished floor or a dingy-looking surface? Now, don't be discouraged. If your floors look dull and shabby, you can make them shine like new again in a few minutes' time with Johnson's Local. This remarkable no-rubbing floor polish gives new life and sparkle to the dingiest linoleum. Just spread a little glow coat lightly over the surface. Give it 20 minutes to dry, and your floor will look so much better you'll hardly believe your eyes. Once the surface is protected with glow coat, you won't have to worry about foot tracks and stains. Dirt and dust can't cling to the beautiful glow coat polish. Old-fashioned floor-scrubbing methods have been abolished by thousands of women since they learned about Johnson's Glow Coat, the easy-to-use floor polish that requires no rubbing or buffing. Glow Coat is spelled G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T. And by the way, here's a reminder. You save money by buying Glow Coat in the larger sizes.
remember, just as the best housekeepers use Johnson's wax, Johnson's glow coat, and Johnson's furniture polish to keep their houses clean and shining, so the most particular car owners keep their cars sparkling with Johnson's auto wax and cleaner. Anybody as scared as you was in that operating room. Oh, shit. <laughs> I knew it was a joke all the time. <laughs> hey, they, they didn't really operate on me, did they, Molly? Well, no. <laughs> but they sure had you in stitches for a while. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. The selection, Let's Face the Music and Dance, is from Follow the Fleet. Your announcer is Harlow Wilcox, and this is the National Broadcasting Company. Mm-hmm.